And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, everybody. It's another special episode where Stephen and I, your co-hosts, I'm Kyle, are doing a digital episode. So, hey. typically, I know it's it's kind of the crowd been, goes wild. They go mild. Uh, yeah. So, as most of you know, we sit down with guests each and every week and try to kind of change our worldview one conversation at a time, aka fixing it. But A couple times now that with some illnesses and work and all these things that have come up in life, we've decided to do just a back-to-back special episodes of just the old Stevenator and Wild Kyle is kind of what I'm going with. Stevenator and Wild Kyle? Yeah. God That sounds like a WWF tag team. That sounds... Man, are we on top of the cage, like, just throwing bodies off? We only do cage fights. (laughs) So we fight once a year, essentially, (sighs) and we got Wild Kyle. I have a special. It's more of a belly flop. What is it? Yeah. (laughs) Steven Nader trips him, and then I'm from the top row, probably from the top of the cage. Dang. With a chair. With a chair. We're we're in sync. Oh, my God. We're good. Yeah. So we're still workshopping our wrestling moves a little bit. Sounds um, like we got them, man. Sounds like we're good. If you had like a finishing move, you know, oh, no. you know, kind of like Mortal Kombat slash, you know, uh, who the the figure four was a, a WWF like finisher, yeah. or you had rock bottom, people's elbow, all that yeah. stuff. What would yours be called? Oh man, like. I mean, of course, my mind goes like, oh, the pile driver or whatever. Um, I would want it to be like something uh, like misleading, like sure. the, uh, like the butterfly where it's like I spread their legs okay. and their arms. <laughs> They're like, what is going on here? Oh, uh, no, he's about to butterfly me. <laughs> I've got your legs spread. And I yeah. don't think you're ready. I mean, but that's not... uh, uh, That would be terrifying to hear on the broadcast. You know, they're like, oh, Stevenator's got the butterfly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm facing them, so I'm doing it with them, and Mm. we're like face-to-face. Now... That's Maybe different. The it. regular, the, yeah, flip exactly. It. The regular butterfly is different than the butterfly sixty nine, because yeah. that's that hurts even worse. I'll I was going to say you probably have to have like a like a back tattoo of a butterfly, lower yeah. back, even and, better. Yeah. yeah, just to kind of really establish what your finishing move was. Yeah, what I'd about probably you? go. I'd go with like I'd call it the the ding dong ditch, right and. It's basically, I press them like I poke them in the eyes. That's what I do. Right? Okay. Poke them in the eyes, kick them in the, the jaw. Three Stooges style. And run. Totally. <laughs> they try to block it, and then a boom, Whatever. coin purse. So, oh, um, I see. They like do that, and then. And then you, I run. It's a, mis- it's, a, it's a misdirect. Mm-hmm. It's a misdirect. 100%. Um, gotcha. 
I don't remember if we talked about this forever ago, but do you know where the phrase coin purse came from? Like when we refer to your nether regions? Yeah. Um, I mean, not offhand. I would imagine it was like, you know, oh, I got a purse full of coins and it looks similar to what's going on dangling between your legs. It looks similar because they used to use that to oh, make no. like a little satchel. I mean, like hey, you some know, cultures. listen, if the guy dies and he's you not going to be using it. From nose to tail, that's kind of it's how like, I live my life, you know. You know, I, I, I love this saying, like, use every part of the buffalo. Like, hey, if he's dying, like, use every part of the body, you know. Grandpa, I'm going to need some stuff. <laughs> I'll always remember you. Carrying around my change. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a little tidbit a lot of people probably didn't know. And you can look it up because it's real. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure I'll stumble on pictures and then I'll be like, well, you know what? That's enough internet for today. Yeah. It's as like, you do. That's something that happens, especially on Reddit. Do you, do you peruse Reddit a lot? Only for true crime stuff, to okay. be honest. I See, try I'm, to get I'm, my breaking news there. See, I'm a, I'm a, consistent like you know go through the popular stuff at night you know just kind of like look at stuff and just kind of like whatever scroll mindlessly and uh most of the time i'm finding myself being like okay that was enough internet that happened last night that's why it's fresh in my mind is like there was like body cam footage of like the turpin family if you if you're familiar with them they basically chained their kids up oh. uh, to their beds and like their house was disgusting and so there's actual Jesus. body cam footage of the police like Fine. arriving for the yeah. first time it was just i was like i i couldn't even finish the video i was like that's enough i'm done and i put my phone you went down like, a, you went down an interesting trail well that was a that was on the popular page oh and so yeah it was like that was like one of the, like i don't go to like different like subreddits unless it's like stuff that i follow but like it was on the popular page so i was like oh what's this and it was body cam footage and i just kind of got sucked in you know as one does mm. and the next thing i know i'm like seeing this child chained to his bed i'm like Okay. Oh, that's enough. People are disgusting. Yeah, that's a, a interesting thing because I've I've had this and and this whole episode is really just kind of Stephen and I catching up on on a few different things. Last yeah, episode yeah, yeah. we kind of went through what happened the last few months and where we're at, what we're doing, but Stephen and I don't wow. get a whole lot of time to check in on like what are you consuming, what are you watching, what are you listening to, blah blah blah, all those things that are kind of fun that. You know, some people listen to and they're like, oh, I'm going to check that out or, oh, I'm never going to check that out. You know, it's yeah. kind of a give or take. Um, so I had this situation on the golf course the other night that really made me think about my life and how it's changed. And that, that sounds weird. But so I'm playing golf and there's these this pond with some ducks in it. Right. It's a mama duck and like six little ducklings. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the duck starts going crazy. And it's because this big bald eagle starts swooping down, trying to snag the little ducklings. And I just felt this. Circle of life, baby. It is. It's nature. It's brutal. It's gross in a way, but beautiful. And there was just this thing in my stomach where I'm like, please, God, do not let any of them get a duckling. Like, I'm like, the eagle's hungry. The mama doesn't want to lose her bait. No. You got your faith back. No, I I didn't. Just in that moment. You're like. I was like, let what happened, this is happened. it, Jesus. I will come back to you. <laughs> this is my if one you, request. <laughs> if you do this for me, I'll if, be back. If you let me hit this ball at this eagle and strike it, 
I'll come back. <laughs> Get a birdie. Yeah. Literally. An eagle is even better. Um, oh, an eagle, yeah. But like watching that happen, I was like, I feel like this used to not bother me. I used to like consume a lot of true crime stuff like we talked about and like right. and I think having a little daughter has uh, ruined me of any interest in that or stuff. made you better. I one would I, I mean like argue, in the sense has ruined that um you're that not topic so pessimistic anymore. Well, you, I'm just not interested in reading about it because I'm just like, oh, that's so sad. Like, it just yeah. bums me out. It's and like so, that was like, someone's daughter. Exactly. Yep. And even like animals, I'm just like, God, that poor mother and father yeah. just lost their. So, I've been consuming so much less true crime over the past year, I would say. It's just like it doesn't appeal to me anymore, which is yeah. weird because I always pictured my life full of it, full of true crime. Yeah, I, I don't, that's not a topic I, I tend to uh, gravitate towards. It's more, I mean, I'm, and this is a good segue, if this is where you were heading. Uh, I've been consuming more, um, like, self-improvement stuff, I guess you could mm, say. Trying so, to improve old Stevenator. Oh, always yeah. and forever, baby. Yeah. Um, there's there's multiple books I'm reading right now. One is The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. And mm-hmm. if you're familiar with Rick Rubin, it is he is a producer that's helped like everybody from like Red Hot Chili Peppers to System of a Down to Pharrell to so on and so forth. Um, and he wrote this book about tapping into like, you know, your creative life and your creative drive. And then I'm also reading, and I just started reading this one. It's called A Year to Live, and it's basically, you know, um, living out your your next year as if you were going to die. And so mm. basically, it's like t- teaching people to be ready for death. And death is something that I'm like afraid of and scared of. And so I've been like trying to come to terms with it more i guess and so i'm reading this book and it's really really damn good uh because i think uh i have a lot of pent-up uh grossness about death and so i'm trying to fix that um Hmm. but what about you are you reading any books yeah right now um i picked up because uh being a parent as some of our listeners inevitably are um I constantly struggle with the sentiment of being just a bad parent. You know, you're not doing good enough. You're not, you're too strict or you're not strict enough. You let your kids watch too much TV or not enough, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's constant state of unknown. You got it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've been telling you. Yeah. You're just not a good parent. You're watching bad. Don't hit them. You know, (laughs) don't, (laughs) don't throw them down. With all my kids, yeah, yeah. Right. And so um, I picked up, I I kind of been doing some soul searching on like, what do I want to be good at in my life? Um, And I want to be, you know, one of the best podcasters eventually, obviously. Of course. Close. (laughs) I mean, we may have already hit it. Uh, We're getting there. But I think, and it's something I've always struggled with, but I want to be a good dad. And I think every parent says they want to be a good parent. Like right. truly. Um, so I picked up this book, um, Ryan holiday. It's the, uh, daily dad. So he, this is a guy that's basically a modern day philosophizer and he's really big on stoicism and he obstacle is the way 
all these different books, and he came out with 366 Days of Stoic, or Stoic 365 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Regardless, daily, so, daily Stoic. Daily Stoic. And so yep. it's a daily reader, basically, kind of like chicken noodle soup for the soul back in the day, if you ever had those. What, what? Uh, I know. I rem- Oh, those had some. Those are good. Bangers in there. <laughs> I. Yeah. Uh, my mom got me teen relationships ones mm. or like love or something. Teenage yeah. chicken noodle oh, soup, yeah. soul, blah, blah, blah. And I used to read that every night and be like, man, I'm, I'm 15. I'm going to be married in probably oh. three years. So I better get read up. That's what I was stuff. thinking too. Yeah, I, I was like, be married fresh out of high school, obviously. Cause yeah, Jesus. Cause and, I, uh, <laughs> cause Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, so, there's the the daily stoic which is just one chapter essentially one page of information passed on from thousands of years about living a good life and then the daily dad is the same idea directed towards parents and it's been really nice to read every day because i feel like it was like 5 days in a row of reading it mm. it was almost too exact i was like uh, god dang they were listening to me I like, noticed, yeah, you shared something on your story, uh, right. and I was like, oh, interesting. He's reading about being a better dad. Good for you, Kyle. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, it was one of those, I had a, oh, God, now we're going to get real. I had a fat yeah. Kyle night. Yeah. Had, yeah, real bad. Like, oh. almost can't even, I'm embarrassed to talk about it, but I, I will. Tell us. Tell uh, us. <laughs> um, so I played, um, wife, the wife and kids went out of town to go see some family in Talkeetna, and I played some golf late at night with some buddies, and I got done, hadn't eaten dinner or anything, and I'm starving, oh. right? You know, like, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like 11.30, nothing's open. And I'm like, pizza sounds delicious. So I go get a stuffed crust pizza, frozen. Uh, you know, oh, not, not great, right? That's, but that's my, that's my favorite type of frozen pizza, though. And stuffed crust. I, and I did it. And then I picked up one of, and let me finish before you react, a Magnum Ice cream. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Magnum. Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about? The pints that you like oh, yeah. crack? Oh, oh, yeah. And I got those home, and I watched Extraction 2. Oh, how and, was it? Um, It was entertaining. Yeah. But I almost died that night, I think, pants? from being so full. Yeah, like I ate the entire frozen pizza and the oh, entire nice. ice cream. Good, good for you. You know and what? I laid there. We need those days. We need. I to laid live a there little. like this, and I was like, <laughs> "I think the Lord's gonna take me tonight. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm done. I can't move. Yeah. It was bad. Uh, I get that though. I mean, I'm still. I, I mean, let's talk about Fat Steven and Fat Kyle nights. I'm still uncomfortably full from last night. You know, like you know how you have those nights where you're just like eating, 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 and then it just like you it crosses over to the next day. Yeah, I'm still. I went to see Indiana Jones, the new one last oh, night. Oh yeah, how was um, that? First off, way to end the series, right? I'm a big Indiana. Oh, it's Jones over fan. now. It's over. Five <laughs> movies and it's done. Done. Uh, they might. They said they might have spinoff movies, but like basically, Harrison Ford, of course, is done. Uh, their. Yeah. I guess their agreement back in 1989 was five movies. Oh, and so like they had to. Um, they hit make it. that. You know, they finally did it. You know, here we are, 45 years later or whatever. Um, 
And then, anyway, so it was a great movie, but we went out to dinner beforehand. And so we bought a bunch of stuff, and I had some beers. And then, of course, I'm going to the movies. I'm going to need popcorn. I'm going to need candy. I'm going to need a Coca-Cola, you know, all inside me. And I was just like, halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, this is a gut bomb. (laughs) And then I was like, you know, got home, and I was just like, I, this is not feeling good. And then, of course, I woke up today, and I was like, Still feeling it. Still feeling it. But you know what? Do I regret it, Kyle? You ask? No. No, I don't. I had fun. I enjoyed it. I had a lovely dinner with my wife, and we went out to see a great movie, and I had snacks. Um, Now, should I have shown a little more constraint? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The way I look at it is I know I've overdone it when I'm considering should I make myself throw up to feel better. I was and I was to too. that point. I That's was like, funny. "Yeah, I should get this out of my body because yeah. I've made a huge mistake." Yeah, went went. Yeah, uh, went. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I I hate throwing up so much that I would probably never do that. Uh, uh, yeah, I, anyway. I don't mind it. It's not my favorite, um, but you know, it happens. Yeah, not my favorite either. Um, yeah, it does happen. But I, uh, even when I'm like you know hungover and and drunk or whatever, you know, I'm like. I will literally like power through and like not like puke. I will like my brain will be more willpower and I'll just be like, don't do it. Don't do it. You're not going to do it. And just like, I won't do it. <laughs> it's I so just sad. Force, force myself not to puke. You would think we would just like not get to that point to have to even oh, yeah. have that conversation. But we're weak. We're weak yeah. people. Well, it's all about the, uh, you know, uh, showing constraint and the humankind we we aren't good at that most of us um you know saying enough is enough uh, especially me and now a quick word from our sponsors you know what i like to do every summer Ooh, i know this one you try to get thin and you try to fit into that speedo that you had back in high school Close. Very close, actually. I I know. Uh, I like to get the old vehicle a good detailing since it's usually filthy after the winters here in Alaska. Okay. Actually, I'm right there with you. That is one of my pet peeves is having a dirty car. Yeah. I've been going over to BMW to get the gold detail. It's only $299 and you get it done by Alaska's number one choice for luxury vehicles. Okay. Hold up, though. When did you get a Beamer? Well, that's the thing. Not only do they detail BMW and Mini, but they detail all makes and models. Oh. Yeah. They've won BMW's prestigious Center of Excellence Award six times. Well, that's six more times than I have. What's even more awesome is that I've been in the market for a new car, and I've been talking to Phyllis Halverson over there. Have you? Yeah, she knows her stuff. She's been selling cars at that location for over 30 years. Okay, wow. All right. You had me sold. I'm sold, too. For listeners, you can snag the $299 gold detail for $199 just by mentioning the podcast when you make your appointment. You know what warms my heart the moment it just touches my lips? Mm, You really want me to say? Only if you were going to say an ice cold beer from our friends at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Not exactly where my mind went, but uh, tell me a little bit more. Okay, you're dirty, but have you ever had their beet IPA? I'm actually allergic to beets, so unless they have a beet off IPA, uh, I haven't had it. So it's one of their flagship beers. Stefan and Zach, they try to experiment with some different beers, and that was like one of their first ones. Beets and IPA, and it is so freaking delicious. Hmm. Well, 
it sounds like maybe I need to finally make that trek out to Palmer and try them out. Yeah, you should. They have great beer. They have great food. They even have great meat. Mm, nectar of the gods, huh? Exactly. So go to 562 South Denali Street, right under the water tower in Palmer, Alaska. Or if you don't live in Alaska, just go give them a follow on all socials at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Look, heck, you can even listen to them on previous episodes of this podcast, episodes 93 and 119. Isn't that the guy with the grandpa? Okay, just go to bleedingheartbrewery.com. All right, back to the episode. I'm going to touch on one other thing that I've been watching that I've been like uh, just uh, deep in, deep in. Okay. And I, I didn't, I didn't know that I was going to enjoy it so much, but um, I've been watching Banshee on HBO. What is it's a Cinemax that? show? Um, it's got, Skinemax. Yeah, it's the devil. Well, it's on Hell's Box Office. If you know what that is, HBO. Oh, you That's dirty what my dog. school called it. Hell's, Hell's box, box office. office. Yeah. I was oh like, man. Well, that sounds the pretty Sopranos cool. Are on there. <laughs> yeah. You guys should have made it sound less cool because the now Sopranos shows nudity. You shouldn't watch that. So Banshee is the main character is the is Homelander from the boys, and I can't think of that guy's oh, name. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's Chris. Whatever. Anyways, <clears throat> um, so he plays essentially this thief that tricks his way into being the sheriff of this small town, like fake oh, identity, dope. blah, blah, blah. And it's a small town in uh, Banshee, Pennsylvania, and it just goes off the rails. There is, it's one of the like grittiest, nudiest shows like I've ever watched. It's gnarly? Yeah, a few scenes I'm like. Violent? Oh, oh yeah, way, oh, wow. way, way, way. Oh, I was like, you got my intention. Oh man, I like watched the first episode and I was just like, okay, I'm hooked. And, <laughs> okay, uh, there, all right. There's four seasons and I'm almost through the third season now, and I I'm I'm like, this show's great. You know, is it is it done after four seasons? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. it came out in like 2013 or something. The first season because this was before the oh, boys and all that yeah, stuff yeah. happened. That's but um. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, if you haven't checked it out, I know a lot of people I've like heard of it. Yeah, so everybody that has watched it has loved it that I've okay. met. It's kind of that idea. Great. like they're like, oh, I watched that. I need to watch that again. Blah blah blah. So I've been watching Yellowstone, mm. uh, the Kevin Costner cowboy TV show. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I I don't know what it is. I remember when I was a kid, like I wanted to be a cowboy. Like I had this like you know cowboy outfit for my birthdays. We'd have cowboy food. We'd have. Um, you know, cowboy food. What's cowboy like, food? Like, 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 uh, cornbread, baked beans, um, okay. stuff you, you know, uh, that, that's like s- southern food. Yeah. Yeah. I would listen to country music. And then <laughs> this is almost embarrassing to say. say I had it. this like, like <laughs> CD that it was like four old guys. And they were like <laughs> one of those like country, like, um, vocalist groups like the yeah, closest yeah. i can think of is like gaither was it gaither like bill gaither vocal group or whatever it's like kind of like that it was like a christian country four old white dudes singing like this awful country and i loved that cd so much that i wore it out so this if that shows you anything i'm like i i've completely forgotten about this childhood fantasy that i wanted to be a cowboy like i had you know like the guns that had you like had the, your six shooter. 
Oh, I definitely had a six shooter, but it, it had what was like the pop, the, the pops, yeah, 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 yeah. pop guns, and, yeah, yep. And uh, so I had those, and uh, I was just obsessed with all all things cowboy. And so I I definitely like put that all behind me now. But then like so I've That's been good. starting to watch this Yellowstone TV show, and I'm just like <laughs> Alicia's take the hat off, Stephen. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Like like just howdy, be real rude, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I've been obsessed with that show. And so I've been like watching it, like, you know, uh, at least maybe one episode a day for a long time. And I've really just powered through and it's it is, long, isn't it? It's got a lot it's of long. Seasons. Yeah. So five, five seasons. I think that's it. I think they're, this is it. They just released the fifth season and uh, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to finish that. And then I'm going to be, uh, I'm probably going to go horseback riding, which I think will be really fun because now Obviously. I'm like watching this show and I'm like, I want to go horseback riding. I need um, to ride something. Yep. Yeah, dude. But it's like Alicia will show, you know, she'll come in or out while I'm watching the the, the show. And, and like, they're not nice to each other. They're a horrible, like, definition of family. They, uh, you know, kill people, of course. It's, it's, it's violent and whatever. But I love it. It's all drama. And like, Alicia will be like, oh, what are you watching? Like, it's just like one of those shows where you're like, it's not for everybody. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Um, they're not very mental health. They don't put mental health first. Let's just say what is, that. And, and I don't know what it is with people walking in on like the worst timing for like shows and oh, movies. Yeah. And it's like the meme of showing like the WWF, like where they're like doing this all the time. Do we, or like some of the scenes in WWF were very like edgy. And that was like, those were the times your parents walked in while you were watching it, and they're like, "What? Oh, yeah. What is this?" He'd be like, "It was just they do that." Dude, That's the sex, thing. the sex scenes in movies, like the movie oh, yeah. could be so clean, and then all of a sudden, like they start kissing, and they they might not show anything, but then all of a sudden, your parents walk in, and they're like, "Turn it off, turn it off right now." And you're like, "Come on, yeah. oh, this that, is my yeah. favorite part." Okay, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. That's that's definitely been happening. Uh, what's the worst this yellowstone can you think of a time that that's happened like the worst time um while you're thinking of that i'll tell you mine okay yeah Uh, i I don't really have a story so it was when molly and i were dating uh and i watching porn close um no (laughs) and it's like a lot of people i feel like it was cool to say like i like watching scary movies right like a lot of people kind of just use that as a trope to like I feel like watch stuff together and be close. Strong. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, we should watch this movie that I, I don't think I had seen it yet. And it was called um, the I Saw the Devil. Do okay. you remember that one? It's like a Korean serial killer movie. I think maybe. And it's on like Netflix. I never saw and it, it's, though. Basically, the idea is there's this serial killer that um, – I believe kills this guy's fiance, this detective's fiance. And so the, the, the detective tracks him down and is like trying to, um, murder Get him revenge. in a, yeah, essentially it's yeah. a revenge film, but there's a scene in there that is, um, involves a woman and a man in a non consensual act. Oh, and so we're the worst. Well, no, I agree. And so we're sitting there watching it, me and Molly. That's just and so uncomfortable. I agree. And I didn't know this was coming up because I was like, oh, and then so right when this scene is coming on, 
her sister and some friends come up the stairs while this scene starts. And I'm like sitting there like, yeah. Oh God. I was like, we should come on in. This is the best part guys. Get some popcorn. (laughs) Join us. And so this graphic long scene starts playing out and I'm just like uncomfortable. I'm like, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, that's <laughs> the fucking There's worst. like five people in the living room like, oh, what are you watching? I was like, it's. This has been the whole movie. Uh, this is just like, just like this. Duh. Yeah. Idiots. It, so it's just one of those times where I, I was like, that was far worse than my parents walking in. I was just like, all these people think I'm some sort of freak yeah, now. I get that. <laughs> this is my favorite movie. They probably think. Oh, man. So. You know, that wasn't my favorite time, but it happened. Yeah. No, I get that. Uh, and, I mean, I feel like the, it's the only times, I mean, you know, of course, Alicia doesn't like that kind of stuff. Or oh, like yeah. yeah. Any I mean, kind of violent stuff, right? And so, it's like when it's on the TV, of course, she just like happens to come down the stairs or into the living room when I'm watching. And I'm just like, uh, this is who I am. You know what? Yeah. Accept me for who I am. Steven, take the cowboy clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You yeah. got it, ma'am. You got it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things like uh, even watching stuff at the theater, I get uncomfortable. Um, oh, yeah. You remember your first time seeing Titanic? I do, actually. And I, gotta, uh, I, I have a little story. I could tell you a story about that. It's not really okay. funny or anything. It's just more like. Your body uh, reacted in a funny way. <laughs> uh, yeah, it did. Um, so we were at a friend's house where it's happy a birthday. It's a neighbor's house and it's a birthday and we're playing video games. And then, of course, one of the kids is like, dude, let's watch Titanic for the boobs. And I was like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm in the other room watching, you know, video games. And then I come in, and of course, it's the drama like French girls, and I see boobs for the first time, might I add oh. you. They were my first pair of boobies. And um, and so I was like, holy shit. And I felt so guilty. So me and my brother, we were both there, and we were both, you know, we were Christian boys. Like, we're yeah. not supposed Just to be sitting watching there holding this hands. stuff. Titanic yeah. is the <laughs> devil. Leonardo DiCaprio was the worst actor in the world. Like, we, I mean... It was like we were just so indoctrinated. It was crazy. And, uh, of course, we felt so guilty because, like, when my mom was like, hey, how was the birthday party? We told her. I saw boobs. It was. was, Big old boobs. Oh, man. I just, as a kid, I felt guilt and shame. I just, like, I saw boobs. And, you know, now I love that movie. It's a phenomenal movie. I bet you do, yeah. Yeah, it's like I just fast forwarded to that part, and then oh, I don't need to watch the rest of it. But uh, screenshot, background, a phone, <laughs> done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but man, that yeah, that, I just I have core memory of that of like you know being so guilty. I remember exactly where I was sitting when I told my mom like we saw Titanic. Oh, did you? Oh, what did you think? We saw a naked lady. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like it was, and it's just like. I don't think we got like reprimanded or anything, um, right? But also, but it it was just like, you know, the guilt and the shame that was just inside. That you know, it was like, I shouldn't have watched. I should have turned away. And it's just like, ah, poor young little Steven. But yeah, the Titanic movie definitely raised a lot of red flags. I think in the Christian community growing oh, yeah. up because it was PG thirteen, right? Yep, it was not R, and nope. I I. 
there was some, there's some caveat with that because when we were around that age, everybody wanted to see the Titanic. I mean, the biggest movie it was huge ever yeah, it was the biggest at movie. that time. And so, um, I'm pretty sure I went with my friend and his mom and we're sitting there. You went to go see it in, in theater? theater. Yeah. Oh, wow. And his mom literally grabbed his face during that whole thing and, and covered so, him. But what, and what, I'm you like, were just left, left, left there to go. <laughs> Has anybody else seen this? I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> and I, it was that, at that moment. That's off to the filmmakers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, just cinema gold. Cinema was, gold. I went home and I said, mom, dad. <laughs> Can we go to Blaine's Art Supplies? Because I will be an artist. I'm going to do it. I'm going to draw people. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, I just remember that was a a conversation for a lot of boys at that time being like, oh, yeah. did you see Titanic? <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Nice. And now a word from our sponsors. Steven, did you know that I had the first wedding at Willowa, like, ever? Yeah, dude, I was there. Where? At Willowa. I was standing next to you. I was one of your groomsmen. Mm, so you have been to Willowa? Yeah, I basically live at Willowa every week. So what you're saying is I need to start sending mail to that address? Well, not exactly. I just go to a lot of events there. Oh, well, like, what's going on there? Okay, like, well, Wednesdays I'm there at 7.30 for Beats Beer Bingo. Thursdays I'm there at 7 for Geeks Who Drink. Is that an event named after you? Kinda. If it's nice out during the summer, I'm going up to the roof and I have a taco. Maybe there's some live music, like on Thursdays or a DJ. Or if I'm not on the roof, I'm downstairs and I'm just, like, chilling in the bar having some sliders, man. Yeah. Pickle my pickle. That is a lot of stuff. How do you even know what's going on each and every day for the events? I have an easy answer for that. Just follow them at Willowa Social on all social platforms. Wow. I'm thinking about living at Willowa too. Of course you are. Welcome home. Oh, hey, Kyle. What's up? I've been meaning to ask you, what is your first thought in the morning? Uh, why am I here? What's the meaning of life? A lot deeper than I was expecting. It's not my standard thing. My first thought is, where's the coffee? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's my second thought, usually. Yeah, sure. Well, what are you drinking when you get up? Well, I kind of go into the pantry. I do a little blind draw on the crap coffee we have sitting in there. And honestly, it doesn't taste so good. Wait, you're telling me that you don't have Kalati Brothers coffee every morning? Mm, I... To be honest, I'm not. You know what I mean when I say Kalati Brothers coffee, right? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, good. Kalati makes the best coffee in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Their flagship coffee blend, the Red Goat, is my go-to. The second one I go to is the Italian blend. Me and Alicia, we have a cup every morning, either made by a nice French press or a Chemex pour-over. Literally, I cannot go a day without this coffee. Okay, well, where can I get this then? Try it out. Okay, so head over to Kaladi.com and just add a bunch of their blends into the cart, like Red Goat or like the Italian blend. At checkout, make sure to put in the code GOFIXYOURSELF and you'll get a 10% off anything on the site except for the subscription. You know what? I'm absolutely going to go do that right now and start tasting Kaladi each and every morning. Good man. The best part of waking up is Kaladi's in your cup. Throw some auto tune on that. Now back to the conversation. What have you been doing 
recently, you know, enjoying mm. the summer. It's uh, actually, you know, as we're recording this, we're recording inside, but outside is beautiful for like the first time. In- yeah, it's, it's not too bad today. Um, yeah. It's been very rainy, very it depressing. Yes. Um, I've been really, I mean, I've been diving into the old golf game. I got a busy schedule coming up with tournaments and all that stuff. So golf's been heavy on the, the rotation, but I've been really kind of thinking about, um, like some money making ideas and, and I don't like to say that because I feel like it's so cheesy. Yeah. I just have been curious about like. Is there things I'm missing out on doing that are easy opportunities to oh, 100%. to make money, right? 100%. And like, what am, what am I willing to do to make that money? And if it's too much work or too much effort, then it's probably not for me. Like, I'm trying to find the easiest route to make money that isn't so easy that everybody's doing it. Yeah. And so I've been researching a lot on just like, what are, you know, oh, God, she's so cool. So loud, um, you know, startup <laughs> okay. ideas and like uh, things that people are almost like the passive income, which I just don't believe exists. Like, it, I truly don't. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't the know. idea of it exists, but you, you there well, is a lot of groundwork you have to lay. Well, first. and you can't generally just put something out there that people will like. To stay at the top of algorithms and stuff like that, it has to be something that people are searching for, right? Or it has to be highly well, sought after. I mean, here, here's here's my newest uh, endeavor is like um, as we talked about here last week. I think we put up merchandise right, on right. our website on gofixyourselfpodcast.com. Go, go check it out. Yeah. Go buy it all. Go buy everything. Get <laughs> yeah. yourself a coffee mug. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which oh, I actually I do have the coffee mugs around here somewhere. Um, but so I also did that for Thera as well. So Thera, we just you know we talked about this last week. Is we had a show at, you know, with Limp Bizkit and it was big and we sold merch for the first time in so many years, and a lot of people wanted it. So we're like, all right, what's the best way to do this? We could just put up orders, but then we'd have to ship the the shirts ourselves and go to the post office. Right. And as you and me know, we we've done that before, and it's it's a lot of work. And so I chose to go the same route that Go mm-hmm. Fix Yourself is going and just do drop shipping. And so I ordered some right. samples and you know I, I tested them out. I was like, okay, these are quality. I like this. The, it feels good. And so we did it. And I mean, like, we've been getting multiple orders a day. So it's like I just had to do the hard work of getting them designed, right? So I designed one and our friend Jordan designed the other, which hers is way better than mine. Um, so if you're going to go, buy some, buy hers. And then um, now I just, you know, made sure I had the right samples and the right quality and then now they're just living on our website, and it's like, um, sure, you know, we're 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 doing okay. I'm not going to you know say that we're doing like amazing. But right. It's like you know I woke up and it's like oh you have another order and it's like so that's I, just a little bit of the passive income. I would push back on the sense that like if you guys you guys have to continue being a band and doing stuff to make more sales essentially. Right. Like you right. have to stay in in people like. Yes, you've gotten some sales and that's awesome. But like, if you drop a new album, then you're going to drive all these new people to like, oh, exactly. So that's what I'm. I mean, in the sense, like, you have to keep going. Yeah, you can't just like quit the band and then expect to make the same amount of sales. No, I. You have to market it somehow. Exactly. It. It. There is work that gets involved, but you know, it goes to like 
um, you could hire people to do that for you, right? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, we would do the, you know, so get rid of the Thera, you know, the music thing. But like, say like, you know, we put a digital product out there and it's like, okay, we did the startup, we marketed it, we built the audience, we built the following, but now we're like, hand, we want to be more hands-off. I want to just go travel and wake up to $6,000. It's like you can hire VAs or you can hire, you know, kids from UA or whatever to do it for you. And so it's like, that's where the passive income starts to kind of come into effect where it's like, all right, yeah, I'm paying people to do it. The work is still getting done and I only have to work, you know, so many hours on it every week or every month. That's the dream. I think of passive income. Yeah. It's not, but, but it, it's, it's, it, you know, it's hard to, I mean, we, we, both of us, you know, have been chasing after that for years and I feel like, you know, we're still, not a hundred percent getting it. I will say one thing, one of my passive income streams is design templates. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've designed a bunch of like filmmaker templates for my work. Um, as in like, um, portfolio resume stuff or, um, storyboards or pitch decks or whatever. And then I put these up to this website called creative market. And then, I mean, I still make hundreds of dollars a month, on that and I don't market I've never once posted about well no maybe I have I posted once about stuff but I haven't posted about it and marketed it right right but I'm still making hundreds of dollars a month on just like people searching for this stuff finding it buying it so there I mean it, it it's I out mean, there I do, I do agree smaller. that it exists to some level I don't think yeah. it's as glorious as people make it sound like I did this one thing and it makes me 10 grand a month like every month right. for the past I mean, 3 years Yeah like, I, just, I mean definitely haven't gotten to that position but I mean uh the reason that got me into creative market is like this guy his name's Dustin something and he owns Retro Supply Shop which is like a design templates and design brushes and things for like retro style it's mm -hmm. all you know makes it all look like old 1970s or older or whatever and so he he has this story because he taught this course called passive income for designers and so i took it and basically he had this story of like i was thirty thousand dollars in debt he was He's like, I had my first child on the way. He's like, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just fired for my job. He's like, I, you know, was no money in the bank. And so he started busting out these like design resources. And then he just put them up online and made, you know, more than his debt and paid off his debt and had enough money to for the baby and all that stuff in the first month. Mm -hmm. So that was years ago before it was like oversaturated. But it still is a thing. It, it can happen. I think it just depends on uh, what you do, and you just have to be there in the right time, I think, and then just do it the right way. Right. Yeah, right? I feel like you gotta, you, you got to keep up with it, too. Like, you got to obviously come out with new programs and new templates, think, yeah, you know, stuff like that. I think like we that. should... I think there's a lot of passive income ideas. Maybe we should, like, you know, have someone on who's, like, a passive income, you know guru or something a coach passive income coach pic yeah if that is a thing i don't even know but that would oh, that would be interesting to to i'm to inventing talk. it yeah <laughs> you're uh, gonna be it i'm gonna be the first i've never made money online but i don't even coach. know what money money is all a farce so you know what yeah um yeah that's that's a whole world i i feel like 
I'm not interested in like I, I don't I'm not obsessed with making money, but I am intrigued by like a lot of things that like people are doing where it's like, oh I've I did this and this was so simple. I saw opening in the market that I right. blah blah blah. I mean of, like, of oh, course cool. of course like some people I think make it easier than others, you know. I think but also lie. at the same time Yeah, I also think at the same time like it you have to enjoy what you're doing too. And I think that's one thing too. It's like some of the stuff I'm like like drop shipping from Amazon FBA, you know, yeah. fulfillment we, by did, we looked into all that stuff. Right. But it was just like I was like, oh I only wanted the money. Right? That was the right. only thing I wanted to do. The whole process to get there didn't look enjoyable to me. I didn't want to do it. And so that's the thing. I'm like, you know, it can look so appealing, the end goal, but like getting there I mean, in my head, or at least from my experience, has been like, you know, I have to enjoy what I'm doing or I have to, like, you know, be proficient in it, I guess. So it makes it easier for me. I don't know. Yeah. But Uh, I'm kind of curious. I'd be kind of curious your business ideas. Yeah. I mean, there's a few. I mean, I was thinking about this. I was driving around yesterday and I was listening to this podcast that was like, uh, stoic quotes to live your life by or something. It was some podcast. And, you know, a lot of them are just pretty much basic information, you know, like, you know, don't strive after treasure, strive after being a good man and, or, right. you know, stuff like that. And I was like, man, what do I have to say in my life to like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> she died. Molly's hitting him now, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what do I have to do in my life to get a quote attributed to you? Like, Uh-oh. You do have a quote. You have a quote in the, what was that? Oh, Entrepreneur Magazine? Entrepreneur Magazine. Yeah, you do have a quote in there. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but do you ever think about that? It's like, lights. how do you become a meme? Uh, not a meme, but like, you know, one of those uh, Instagram pictures of just like make your you face. And then it's like, you know what? Passive income's real. Stephen Corfield, you know, like it's like, what do you it's have to do? Very easy to do well, that. Kyle. I, I can make that. I can make that happen today. We should you send make me the picture, and then I'll just put a quote, like something completely. That'll be our content for this week of social media. Yeah, well, I can already kind of picture what mine would be. Is like, you know, um, making millions is like like a six pack. I like the idea of it. I'm not going to do the work, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> You know, that's, that's kind of my, uh, that's my Makes quote that easy. I hope is on my tombstone. Yeah. Um, I, I because, will, you know what? I will make that, uh, a graphic this week. Yeah. I, I want that read. Uh, I want that in my obituary at least, you know, I mean, Kyle had a lot of words of wisdom. It'd be right? on your tombstone. So, we'll put it yeah, on your tombstone. Maybe, yeah. maybe. So, you know, yeah. it just comes down to what are you going to spend your time on? And it's just like a lot of these yep. things I'm not going to. And I just know that. Yeah. I, well, I think the one thing too, and this is kind of ties into what I've been reading, uh, is like, and and Ryan Holiday, you know, you were you're reading a book by him. Uh, he has a book called Ego Is the Enemy. Now I haven't read it, but I know what it's about, and I'm I'm I'm, you know, that um, Year to Live book is is similar vein, but it's basically like Death to My Ego, mm-hmm. which is you know, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically like, you know you get so associated with the the beliefs and, and everything that you grow up with, you know, for us, it was Christianity or also just like, you know, being white and also all this other stuff. And so death to my ego is basically like 
saying like, all right, let's tear everything down. So I tore some stuff down, but there's still a foundation that needs to be ripped apart. And um, so I've been trying to do that. And what I've realized is that like most of my endeavors, I'm like, it's all selfish, right? It's all like there's, I could tell myself for so much like, oh, I want to help people. I want to help people in this. Like, oh, I want to teach people this. I want to teach people that. But really in the back of my head, I'm like, ooh, I actually want the money or the recognition or all this stuff. It's like my ego. I mean, that's, this is a little different than death to ego, but like it's there, it's always in the back of my head. Like what's in it for me? What's in it for me? And uh, so that, yeah. that's something I've been like trying to work on. And so like before I start any other side endeavors which i have a lot of them uh i i first want to do like this work where i'm like this isn't about you know the uh, recognition that the fame or the money you know that i will potentially get i don't want to do that for that because I, what i'm realizing is like if i do that with starting out it's just gonna end up you know i think cut and caliber was similar whereas like we were basically like oh we can have a huge um you know get a lot of money and all that stuff but it was more just like we were focusing on making the money and make you know growing bigger and bigger and bigger and i think uh you know in the end it like has to come down to like you and what you want to do you know i get i get caught up in what's in it for me but really it's uh you know i want to be what's in it for them but i actually want to mean it you know Stuff like that. Yeah. I I, that I mean, I, I think we're all, I mean, humans are, are, are just selfish at the end of the day. It's like, yeah. you know, a lot of people have kids because they want people to Legacy. carry on their name or yeah. even to take care of them when they're older. Like they're, I mean, having kids is, is a lot of people are like, it's the least selfish thing you could do is bringing a life in to like raise them. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get it. But essentially you, you know something you usually want if you're if you're having kids um and it's like everything we do is kind of like looking back at us and being like well how does it benefit myself and that's just human nature i mean we do very looking few- back at me i oh, that, see that i never really got it right oh god yeah that's what we should do yeah we need our little are you sure about that are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> 55 fries, 55 potatoes, 55, oh 55 burgers, God. 55 I, uh, potatoes. Speaking of that, there was a GQ article that said like um, Tim Robinson. My boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And then I posted the meme of him in the hot dog suit. Wrong. <laughs> and like everybody was liking that. Because <laughs> It just uh, he has so many memes that are applicable to like oh man he's things. perfect i know i love him i would love to get him on are the podcast, you sure man. about that are you sure <laughs> also i'm excited for nate bargazzi he's coming, oh, coming up. up to ak yeah i'm a we're gonna try to get him on the podcast that's i want to get that him. be something dude Wouldn't that would be that be something that would be wild if we get him on because i think he is like one of my favorite comedians right now um, are you gonna see kill switch I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm on the uh, fence. I, I, you know, I'm so yeah, old. Maybe. I don't like driving 45 minutes for well, a concert. Here's the thing. There's like multiple things that are happening at the fair. 
and for those that don't live in Alaska, Alaska State Fair, you know, it's a big, it's one of the biggest it's things. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. We got a ton of national acts. So Nate Bargatze is a, a performer that's performing at the fair. Kill Switch Engage is performing. But there's also a bunch of other Young people gravy. that are performing as well that uh, a lot of friends want to go see. And so, it, but the, here's the thing I don't like about the fair. You pay for the ticket to get into the fair, but you also pay for the ticket for the concert. Now, I get it, but also I'm like, that's a lot of money just right there, just for a day. So if I want to go see multiple things, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And then, of course, you want to buy food, you know, you're walking around, you want to purchase stuff maybe, but mostly the food. And uh, so I think, I think I'm going to limit myself to like two things, two days. Two days of fun. I got you. Yes. Uh, I mean, that that's, what, that's what I'm going to go to. And so I think, you know, uh, Nate's going to be one of them. And then there's another guy I don't even know, but Noah Cahan or Noah Khan. Yeah. Whatever. He's coming up. And yeah, I don't know. Him, but I'll, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even know what his music sounds like. Really? But apparently. No, I have no idea. Oh, my and, God. Uh, Me and Molly listen the crap out of that guy. It's see, good. That's what I've been hearing. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going. I'm going to buy tickets to his show. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'll go with you. But I have no idea who he is. So, I had to learn stick season on guitar just so my wife would really? leave me alone. Yeah. Interesting. Look it's at pretty you easy. still learning guitar. Anyway, well, I think we'll figure that out. I think I definitely want to go to Nate. So that's uh, August 26th on your birthday. On my uh, B-Day? Maybe yeah. he'll do. Oh, maybe we could you know finagle that in there and be like hey it's kyle's birthday and you should come yeah. on the podcast because that'd be a great present for him and <laughs> yeah you're like who the fuck is kyle i'd be yeah. like you're not even the first person to say that we should today we should definitely we should have tessa tessa if you're listening uh go email nate's management start that right now yeah because we want to have him on the podcast we need our, our producer first to like reach main- out instead of us yeah, yeah, yeah. Our first main uh, non-Alaskan dude that could come on the podcast, which would be wouldn't, real fun. Wouldn't that be? And, and we, could take, we could take him golfing. He's a big golfer. He is a big golfer. You would take him golfing. Actually, I could too because I, I, I do have clubs. You could video it, and we could make a like driving in cars with strangers, but oh. golfing with That's comedians. actually – that would be funny. We do a podcast, and then we go take him golfing. Oh um, my god! That actually, you know what, Tessa, make it happen, Tessa. I will take um, him. I'll get him the nice. We'll play the the best golf course Alaska's got. <laughs> just easy. the one, just yeah, the, the one. Uh, and I'll tell him it's private, even though we don't have private courses here. And I'll I'll tell him I'll get him in. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nay, if you're listening, we can get you in, my guy. Um, I do. I do want to go play golf more um, because I bought these brand new clubs. But I bought these brand new clubs after watching Full Swing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like obsessed, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I love this show! I have to play golf." That was in the winter, like February, <laughs> March. Yeah. How many times have I played golf, Kyle? Zero. Zero. Yes, exactly. I haven't even taken these things outside of this garage yet. Uh, so I definitely, I'm like, I posted on Instagram stories. I was like, I need to get out. I need to go golfing. So I think I'm going to go golfing, uh, this next week. Uh, at least just hit, go to the drive because that's, that's really what I need to practice before I can go to the driving range. Yes. The driving range. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, just drive the golf carts. Yeah. So that's my plan for the next week. I want to get better at that. I want to fix my game. What you and Alicia need to do is on Friday nights at Anchorage golf course, they do burger and brew. And so you get a basket of balls 
you get a burger and a beer from a different brewery. That's tonight. Yeah. Oh, I'll be busy tonight. Right. Yeah. Um, But they do that every Friday. It's usually a good time. You just go smack some balls, have a little food and beer, and That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds really good. That does sound fun. I might do that. Um, All right. Well, maybe that's what I'm going to – that's my my goal. I'm going to fix – I'm working my death to my my ego. I'm going to keep reading those books. I'm going to work on my golf game, get that better. So by the end of the summer, I'm just like, oh, I'm ready to go, guys. Oh, I'm going to smoke you. Yeah. 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 And he's going to be like, excuse me? (laughs) At golf. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to work on this next week? Oh, this next week? Um, Fudge. What is coming up? I, it's Fourth of July coming up. Yeah. So it's actually so this this episode will drop we'll July third. Third. Yep. We're a few days before that. But I gotta uh, work every day this week. I don't even get a holiday. So, what? Yeah. Finance. Oh man! Not even like a day. A, you don't get a four day weekend. Nope. Or a three day weekend or whatever. Bummer. Yeah. So um, it's gonna be Just a normal week. Work on those side hustles, dude. Get I, those going off the ground. You know what? Until they pay me more, I guess. <laughs> Uh, it's just what I got to deal with. Do you got anything going on special camping? Uh, film, tramping? little film thing tonight, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Blackwater railroad this weekend. Um, <laughs> yep. And then, uh, medium build, uh, July 7th, July 8th out in hope. Uh, I bought two days for tickets cause I wasn't sure. I'm going to uh, see them. I'm going to see them at uh, hilltop. I think that's oh, yeah, late July 27th. Anchorage Concerts. Yeah, I'll be yeah. filming that one. Um, July 27th with Anchorage Concerts and Medium Build. Well, I think that was a good little recap of everything that uh, we've been doing, listening, reading, watching, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. We covered it all. We really did. We really did. Yeah. Well, good job. Uh, good to see you. Yeah. And uh, next week, we will be back with actual guests. Yeah, uh, we have like multiple guests scheduled. We a unless, lot coming up. Of course, yeah. cancellations and reschedules can happen, but we are planning at this point that we will be back in action, baby. Yeah, we just want to thank you guys again for always tuning in, leaving comments, messages, all the things you guys do. Be sure to go to gofixyourselfpodcast.com. Check out some of our new merch we're dropping. And- oh, I think I'm wearing a shirt actually. I think I'm wearing the exact same I'm shirt I was last, exact, yeah, last week. <laughs> last week, actually. And I washed know. it, people. I washed it. Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> so go check some of that stuff out. Become a fixer, you know? You can be yeah. you know, a mother fixer. You could be a brother fixer. You could be whatever you want to be, basically, when you're wearing our stuff. So next week, we should be back in the swing of things with guests. We got some that we're super excited about, and I think everybody will enjoy some of these episodes that are coming out soon. So, yep. Anything else, Stephen? No. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Stephen will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out gofixyourselfpodcast.com and remember to always go fix yourself.